Jersey and Amanda. Jam Nation. Brendan, if I asked you to head into the desert to be buried alive, what would you say? Oh, sign me up. I'll sign you up. I'm well, straight in. A bunch of celebrities have said exactly that. SAS Australia is back, venturing into the heart of the Middle Eastern desert. Mm to confront their fears head on. And the man who's going to be enemy and yet friend number one, Ant Middleton, is here. Hello, Ant. How are you? Definitely enemy number one. Definitely enemy. Definitely but, enemy. But it's almost no, like joking. Stockholm Syndrome because they want to please you. Mm-hmm. And at the end, even the smallest, not even a compliment, just a g'day from you means so much to them. That's the uh, whole idea of the course. They get that towards the back end of the course once they've shown us that they've surrendered themselves to the process and to the DS. Because if you fight the process, you're going to lose. If you fight the environment, you're going to lose. If you fight the DS, you're going to lose. So it's a bit of tough love at the beginning, but then you earn your stripes. Mm. Let's put it that way. So in the past, we've seen people be set on fire. (laughs) And I wondered how you upped the ante. And now people are going to be buried alive. That's, yeah. That makes me feel nauseous. And that process, we that was from the very first minute. We captured them and then we put them in coffins and literally <laughs> buried them alive. <laughs> but not only did we bury them alive, it was a case of we shut the coffins and then we actually, the sand, you know, we took our times to uh, to to cover the coffin um, with sand. <laughs> you know, they're like, Ant, they've only got so many minutes of oxygen. And I'm like, yeah. listen... Once they start to flip out and freak out, then I'll start the, the clock. So, um, but it's it not, was, even if they freak process. out, it's not that easy to get out. Is this like? Do you find this stuff easy? Do you know what? When I first joined the military, claustrophobia was high up on my fears and phobias, and it's like everything else. You know, once you expose a fear and you repeat the process, it's all about exposure, exposure, repetition, mm-hmm. repetition, right? And the more you do that, it probably took me a good three to four years to get over being in confined space. I'm talking about tunnels and tubes and, you know, what we do through uh, through our military training. Um, it's not an easy process. You really have to control your headspace. The moment you freak out and you panic in confined spaces, you're done mm. because all of a sudden your brain uh, tricks you into believing that you can't breathe. Oh. Yeah. And then your body goes into some kind of weird meltdown and uh, you, you end up passing out and it's not a, not, a, not a good thing to do, especially when you have a task or a mission yeah. that you need to complete. You've got to breathe. So it's so important. This is why we do what we do to make sure that these celebrities have got the attributes and characteristics mm. um, of a special forces operator. And also with the show now, it seems to be a tale of redemption. Uh, there's a lot of people on this show, like <laughs> Craig McLaughlin, for example, who's been yep. uh, pretty much pilloried uh, throughout and probably rightly so for his own mistakes in the past, but there is a bit of conjecture about having someone like him on the show. Yeah, and the people mm. that he's hurt mm-hmm. have to watch him have a path to redemption because mm. it, the way the show works, you guys don't know who these people are, so you say, tell me your story. So they're rewriting the narrative from their point of view and a lot of people think, well, how come they get to tell their story and I don't get to tell how he hurt me? Mm. How, do, how does that... I, well, I'm, I'm conflicted think, by that. Yeah, no, it is a confliction, but this is, uh, again, another really good thing about the course is the slate is wiped clean, just like on Special Forces Selection. You know, on Special Forces Selection, it doesn't matter if you're a warrant officer, it doesn't matter if you've had done something good or bad in the past, it doesn't matter how many medals you've got. All of that, so the positives and the negatives are wiped clean. So you can imagine someone that's a sergeant major that's 
got multiple medals, that's all wiped clean. Someone that might have a little misdemeanor on their reports, that's all wiped clean. So it's it really is fair that way because then we can it's... judge them from day dot, from the very first minute, without any um, preconcepted mm. uh, um, ideas of who they might be or who they think they are. And I can see that that is that everyone has a cra- should have a crack at redemption in life. Mm. But what if if the people who who have been really scarred through mm. the process? Yeah. They, they don't get to tell their side of the story. You're only hearing one well, side. Well, they could go on the show. There you go. Listen. They could go on the show. Jonesy, you got it. You got it. Let's, <laughs> do, let's just get everyone on the show. Let's just do this, Actually, you should get them all on the same episode, <laughs> yeah. the same series. Exactly. That's it. And bury them alive. We've got a new format here, guys. <laughs> I think we're going to do really well with this. Actually, one of our callers um, earlier suggested we put all our ex-prime ministers in. Yes. And we lost one at sea. I thought that would be a challenge. Do you know what? That would be fascinating if you'd done that. But no, I'm, I'm going back to your uh, to your point, Amanda. It's one of those where we will find out who they are at mm. the end of the day. You can't pull the wool over our eyes. And again, redemption, you know, especially with some individuals that were on this uh, course, um, you know, we, we do identify their true colours. And there are some sorry faces. There are some, you know, huge sort of apologies, shall we yeah. say, or shoes. Um, they look at themselves in the mirror. Once we strip them down, they go, do you know what? I messed up there. Yeah. Mm, you know, okay. So. That's yeah. I'm yeah. happy with that answer. Well, yeah. we always love seeing you on the show, and we're not just saying that in case we suddenly fall foul of something. <laughs> and we're, we're Brennan, suddenly, I'm burying you alive at lunchtime. Bag over your head, yeah. being dragged <laughs> out the studio by <laughs> your ankles. All of a sudden, Nan's just yelling at me, throwing sand on me. Yeah. Not for the show, just for fun. <laughs> yeah, just, just for fun. That's <laughs> my weekend. Yeah. Ant Middleton, it's always a treat to talk to you. We love having you on our show. SAS starts this Monday on 7 and 7 Plus. And thank Thank you. Thank you. Great to see see you you. as always.